Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Basement Entrepreneur. My name is Jason Barrett, and I'm the host of this here little podcast. This is episode number nine, and today's title is Look for Options When Making Decisions, with the subtitle of The Decision with the Most Options Wins. And I will add the uh, parenthetical qualifier of most of the time. Um, So today's episode, what I want to focus on is essentially we all face decision points throughout the day, each and every day. And some decisions are easy and obvious and other decisions take a bit more work, require a a, a best guess. Um, And, you know, we do our best to try to get it right. What I think I'm trying to get across today is that when you come upon tough decisions and you cannot make up your mind, what you should do in that situation is take the decision that leaves you the most options. So I guess what I'm saying is, and I've got a handful of examples here um, for you, but if, if you have two different decisions and they're more or less equal, which one of those two leaves you the most options in the end? So I've kind of gotten this idea. I've been reading the book Anti-Fragile, um, Things That Gain From Disorder by Nassim Taleb. And essentially in that book, he speaks of, the author speaks of um, things in the world being either fragile, robust, or anti-fragile. So fragile would be that things have a tendency to break, that, uh, that, that brings ruin to that thing, you know, whether that be an actual item, maybe somebody's financial position. In our case, as business owners, it might be that our businesses are fragile, So we want to move from fragility into um, robustness and then on into anti-fragility. And a robust situation would mean, you know, we've got um, cash on hand, we've got a good amount of cash flow, that sort of thing, and we're in a great place from a business perspective. Anti-fragile would mean um, that we actually can benefit from volatility, time, things that happen in the world that tend to cause disorder. So when we're looking at these decision points in our, in our lives and in our businesses, which one of those decisions gives you the most options moving forward? So I'm going to give you an example here of something that came up today um, for me. I have um, a family of, of uh, five boys and my wife. And we are looking at taking a trip in either November or January of this year. I'm sorry, November of this year or January of next year. Now, what that means is, um, you know, it's more or less the same trip. There's a a small variation in the, um, you know, some of what we might be able to do, depending on whether it's in November or January. But the way we kind of made the decision was... um, you know, the November version of the trip is more expensive. It is also a bit more fragile in today's world because it is um, up against some of the COVID-19 uncertainty. And therefore, it's more than likely going to get canceled. Um, January also gives us more time to outrun that or to at least see either an uptick or a downtick, you know, in those numbers and gives us more flexibility there. January is also less expensive um, for that particular trip. And 
In this case, we need multiple rooms because of the number of people in my family. Um, we also have more room availability in January. So when you're looking at basically the comparison for us, we, we made the decision that the January trip was the better option when you looked at it because more or less it was the same trip, but we have more options for success with the January version versus the November version. So hopefully that all makes sense. Now we'll take it and bring it to the uh, business side of things. So do we want to hire right now or do we want to hire later? That's a, that's a question that we all come up against quite frequently. Um, I would simply ask, do you need the help right now? Um, if you, if, is there a time sensitivity to that need? If there is, then certainly you have your answer. Generally hiring later provides you more options. Um, it, it allows you to see, seek, um, and find, um, and review more candidates. It also gives you the opportunity to, uh, dig deeper with those candidates. It gives you the visibility into your workflow to know if you actually need that support. And so it tends to be that if you can delay that higher, uh, that's the better option. The other thing I would say is um, along that hiring line, how many people do you need when you post the job? So we get requests here a lot um, at, at Go Local Interactive for how many how many people do we need in position A? Well, turns out we think we might need two or three. Do we post for two or three or do we just post the job? I generally lean towards just posting the job and then that leaves your option open to fill it two times, three times, four times, depending on the quality of the candidate that you find in the marketplace. So something to think about there. Again, just kind of leaving that option open. Another thing that came up for us also today, as a matter of fact, um, we were talking about a product feature um, to one of our offerings. And the question was, do we lead out with this feature during the sales process or do we just kind of leave it alone and wait for the client to bring it up? I would answer that question with, um, does mentioning the feature add to the conversation in some way or not? Um, if it does, then it's certainly worth bringing up. If it does not, then I like to have the option to mention it later as necessary but I don't want it to cause an issue having brought it up. So bringing it up could negatively impact the conversation as well and may take the conversation clear off track. So my tendency would be if it's unnecessary to move the conversation forward in the sales process, then let's not bring it up unless it's brought up by the prospect. One, and, and one last uh, example from the business perspective. Do we keep an underperforming employee or do we let them go? This is a tough one because, um, you know, if, if you're like me, you know, your employees are your business. They are, you know, they're the whole reason we're here. They're, they're everything that um, works for, you know, they're, they're what we sell in this particular business. I have an, uh, an advertising agency. So, you know, it's a very serious question if are we going to keep somebody or let them go? So initially I would answer that with another question. What does keeping the employee do for us? Does it help us with the load? 
Do they have a positive or a negative attitude? Um, does keeping the person add or subtract from our options? Like, do they, it, if keeping them doesn't negatively impact me, then I think I'd like that to have the option of, of hanging on to them. So, you know, again, we're just looking at several different things here today. And, and I guess what I'm saying is when you come up against a decision, if you have more options, then you're in a better place. You have a tendency to pick the winner with more options. So, and again, I got this from the book, Anti-Fragile. You definitely should check that out, but um, always looking for more options in, in anything. So I hope you've enjoyed the podcast. Again, my name is Jason Barrett and you've been listening to The Basement Entrepreneur. Um, be sure to check out our other episodes and, and you can find me online at Jason D. Barrett. It stands for Daniel.com, Jason D. Barrett.com. Also Twitter at Jason D. Barrett and Facebook. Um, I'm on there as Jason Daniel Barrett. So thanks again for listening and I hope to hear uh, or speak with you again soon. Thanks.